Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Stephen Lawson, president of One Passion Ministries. And four times a week, I teach through a portion of scripture to encourage you in your Christian walk. Join me now for this brief devotion in God's word. Welcome to Steadfast Hope. This is Steve Lawson joined with Kent Steinbeck, who always makes me laugh. And I'll just tell you why real quick. We're coming to you from Herb's house, and he wanted me to remind you it's Herb's house coffee, okay? And so Kent is our proprietor here. He does give me free coffee, as you'll, you'll see here. Uh, mine's the one without lipstick, Kent. So um, anyway... Uh, we've got a great study in store today from Herb's House Coffee, and it's Exodus 20, verse 6. And what we're going to learn about God today is the loving kindness of God. And so I want to begin by, by reading verse 6, which comes under the second commandment, second of the ten commandments. Um, it says, but showing, this is our responsibility, and this is God speaking to us, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. We, we very clearly see um, that we are to show loving kindness to God, but here this says God is showing loving kindness to us. Uh, God is the speaker. And so, those who, by faith, can't put their trust in His Son, Jesus Christ, God pours out loving kindness to them. He, he doesn't just say that He loves us. This says He shows us that He loves us. Many demonstrations of His love toward us, and the greatest demonstration is God demonstrated His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 5, verse 8. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life, John 3, 16. And then in our daily life and through providence, God's provision and guidance and direction for our life is... Uh, God showing His loving kindness to us. For Israel, it was to lead them into the promised land and a land flowing with milk and honey. And they would be able to drink from wells that they had not dug. And God's abundant goodness to them, just like He has been abundantly good to us. So this says God shows loving kindness. And this word loving kindness is a Hebrew word, hased which refers to his covenant-keeping, faithful love. His irrevocable, unconditional love that he has for his own children. And he says he shows loving kindness to thousands. Now, to thousands here refers in this context not to thousands of people, though he does. It's to thousands of generations. It's that when God... Um, when you step into experientially the love of God, it is a love from which you will never be separated. It, it is the love of God will be set upon you to the next generation, the next generation, for thousands of generations. It, it's a way of saying forever and forever, everlasting love. Uh, that is the focus here. And he says to those who love me, 
So this love is not set on everyone. Um, Jacob I loved and Esau I hated, uh, Romans 9, 13. This redeeming loving kindness is set upon exclusively those who love God. And it's not that we love God in order to earn or merit his love. That's it. We'd never be able to earn that. But it puts us into the sphere of the kingdom of God and the sphere of his redemption and his redemptive love. That is where God shows his love to those who love me. Now, how would you know if you really love God? Well, he says, and keep my commandments. Those who have true saving faith in Christ are those who have a heart of obedience to, to keep the commandments of God. And to keep the commandments here means to, to keep watch over the commandments and to, to guard over the commandments. And the idea is that you're very intentional and attentive to focus upon the Word of God and to obey the Word of God. And it really is the evidence that you love God, is that you keep His commandments from a heart of love. Now, it's possible to do it like the Pharisees and just grind it out, but their heart was far from Him. Jesus said, you honor me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. This must flow out of a heart of love. Well, this is the loving kindness of God that is those who love him and who keep his commandments, Kent. A good cross-reference would be John 14, verses 15, 21, and 31, in which Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So, Kent, there's a lot more I could say, but I need to stop here so we can talk about this. Um. That's that's really good. I think we we kind of speed over that a lot of times that <laughs> verse there. Yeah. And 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 I guess my first thought would be maybe many of us are thinking this, okay? God is is coming out, he's revealing himself and he's giving us all these rules. Yeah. And a lot of us want to run from God because we don't want rules. We don't want to <laughs> be told what to do. Yeah. And yet he's telling us what to do. Yeah. And then he's saying <laughs> that it's for love, because I love you. Can you explain that? <laughs> Kent, great question. Absolutely. And this speaks to the necessity of the new birth, mm -hmm. where God takes out that stubborn, resistant heart that doesn't want rules. Mm -hmm. I will not submit. Mm -hmm. I want to do my own thing, go my own way. God takes out that heart of stone, mm -hmm. and he puts in a heart of flesh that is alive unto God. And in this new heart, God puts a love for him. Mm -hmm. And in everyone who's born again, mm -hmm. you are suddenly, immediately given a heart of love for God. It's not something you have to just work up yourself. It's something that comes down from above, mm -hmm. that God puts within you. And now you, you go from being a God-hater which was in the previous verse, to a God lover in this verse. And this is a distinguishing mark of a true believer. Uh, Romans 8, 28, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. 
all who are called sovereignly into fellowship with God are lovers of God. Sometimes that love is greater, sometimes that love is less, but nevertheless, there's always a heart of love for God in the soul of a true Christian because of the miracle Mm -hmm. of the new birth. Kent, thank you for that question. That is a phenomenal question. So, no true Christian is is being forced to love God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every true Christian is given a new heart with new love and new affection for God. And I guess you could add to this, so these rules and these laws, as God reveals himself, are to help us. Absolutely. They point us into the very center of God's will for our life. Mm -hmm. And to follow these laws is really to be ushered into the experience of his blessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to disobey these laws is to go away from the full experience of his blessing and is to sacrifice uh, much of the goodness that God desires to lavish Mm -hmm. upon us. Mm -hmm. So every one of these laws is pointing us into the center of God's will and into the center of God's goodness to us. Uh, I'm looking here at the last part of the verse where it says, and keep my commandments. Someone's sitting out there probably, and they're thinking, okay, I want to do this, but I've I've slipped up on a few. I'm not perfect on this, but this says keep my commandments. Does this mean 100% of the time? What does this mean exactly? Yeah, no. It's talking about the direction of your life, not the perfection of your life. It's talking about the big picture. Mm -hmm. If your whole life, Kent, was reduced to just one picture, Mm -hmm. would that one picture that represents the totality of your Christian life, would it be characterized by keeping his commandments or not keeping his commandments? Mm -hmm. Well, if you're a Christian, it's going to be characterized by keeping his Mm -hmm. commandments. That doesn't mean that you would never disobey. But when you do, you're convicted about it. Mm -hmm. Your conscience Right. Is, is telling you, and the Holy Spirit is telling you. And so you want to repent and mm-hmm. confess that sin and get back into a place of obedience. Sure. Well, this has been a phenomenal study. I, I just have to tell you this because it's God's Word. And so thank you for joining us, and may you truly be one upon whom God has set His loving kindness. And for that to be true, you need to be no longer a God-hater, but now a God lover by saving faith and through really regeneration and the new birth. May God do this in your life. Blessings to you from Steadfast Hope. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Steadfast Hope. If this was helpful to your Christian walk, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this show. And if you want to connect on social media, I can be found at Dr. Stephen J. Lawson or at One Passion Ministries. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will join me again for the next episode of Steadfast Hope.